This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the National Biodiesel Board. Learn more at americasadvancedbiofuel.com. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. A formal announcement that was expected today on biofuels policy hasn't come to be. A deal to tamp down concerns over the Trump administration's awarding of small refinery exemptions from the renewable fuel standard was expected to be announced today after President Donald Trump met with oil state senators. But that meeting didn't happen, and sources say it could be pushed into later this week. According to media reports, the administration is considering a deal that would account for gallons waived through SREs on a three-year rolling average. That average would then be inserted into annual blending targets. According to an analysis of that proposal obtained by AgriPulse, that average would amount to about 1.34 billion gallons for the 2020 renewable volume obligations. A former Ag Secretary and key rural Democrat is trying to sell the benefits of the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Tom Vilsack led the Department of Agriculture during the Obama administration and is now the President and CEO of the U.S. Dairy Export Council. Trade agreements are never easy to pass. Uh, I was part of the process to getting the South Korean trade agreement through, and that was a pretty solid deal for, for the U.S., and, uh, you know, it's always uh, problematic, it's always difficult, and the, and the margins of uh, the vote margins are always very small. Uh, so hopefully we get this thing done before the end of this year, uh, because we don't want this bleeding over into uh, 2020, because there's obvious uh, politics involved in that year, and that can really uh, make it much more difficult for a trade agreement to get through the process. Speaking on this week's AgriPulse Open Mic, he says the deal represents a net plus for dairy and other ag sectors. The reason why it's important, for at least from the dairy perspective, is uh, there's about a $300 million new business opportunity in terms of expanded access to the Canadian market, a changing of the pricing system for their powder up there so that they can't export their surplus at a discount, uh, and, a, and a continued opening of the Mexican market to us without tariffs and without barriers, and at the same time, a side letter that uh, basically provides us uh, more due process in terms of this issue of geographic indications when the EU tries to monopolize certain cheese names. He says key questions of enforcement should be addressed, but the deal should still stand up to scrutiny. Is it the best deal? No. Uh, we obviously could have gotten a lot more fr- uh, in theory from the Canadians, but is it better than the current deal with NAFTA? Absolutely. And I think that's the standard. You know, there's never a trade agreement that's perfect. Uh, There's never a trade agreement that satisfies everyone. The question I think that people who have to vote on this uh, need to ask themselves is, on balance, is this a better deal for the U.S. than the NAFTA? Does this modernize NAFTA? Does this create new opportunities for us in uh, industries that didn't exist at the time NAFTA was put into place? Does it provide expanded market opportunities for agriculture? And the answer is yes. House Democrats are currently negotiating with the administration over lingering issues they have with the deal. On a different flavor of dairy policy, this is the last week for dairy producers to sign up for the Dairy Margin Coverage Program. Sign up for the program created through the 2018 Farm Bill closes on Friday. Steve Peterson is the Associate Administrator of USDA's Farm Service Agency. He says FSA has been in touch with many of the producers who have yet to sign up. What we're hearing is is that there's been great outreach by our state offices because we have looked at some of those states that have a little bit of a lag. Um, and so we've reached out to them specifically and said, can you give us somewhat of an explanation? Um, they're coming back indicating that great outreach has been done. Our county offices, for anybody that's still m- missing, they're actually making that personal contact, making that phone call um, to those producers. And the producers are just, just waiting. You know, Some producers just will wait to the last minute to walk in our door, unfortunately, to sign up for a program. Peterson says producers would be giving up a surefire check if they chose not to sign up. 
don't leave money on the table. Um, you know, we've run some preliminary numbers, and basically a dairy operation with 3 million pounds of production um, over the seven months that we know that there's a margin that has triggered, um, we've calculated that they would receive over $15,000 with only having to pay a little over $4,200 in premium. Sign up for the 2019 program ends on Friday. Sign up for 2020 will start in October and run through December. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Imagine turning soybean oil, used cooking oils, and waste animal fats into fuel so amazing it drives U.S. jobs and our economy forward. Learn more about biodiesel at americasadvancedbiofuel.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.